Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. This is John. And this is Matt. And this is the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. It's episode 120 being recorded on the 3rd of February 2017. It's late on a Friday night. I've got a cold, but we're not going to let that stop us. It's taken us a few weeks to get together, guys, it's fair to say. And of course, we have a guest with us this week. So I will think I would I will do the honours and reach out to our guest first. Hi, John. How are you doing? Not too bad, are it? A bit husky. Someone in London was very generous with their germs on Sunday. So, Well, there's a lot of sick people in London most of the time. I'm not quite yeah, sure what yeah. I mean by that, but yeah. <laughs> so what were you doing in London? I uh, went to watch um, Black Sabbath on oh. their farewell tour. Excellent. Which was nice. Yeah, did you enjoy it? Yeah, pretty good. Not sure about the O2, though. Oh gosh, it was in there, was it? Did you? Yeah. Were you up, were you up really high? Because I always feel a bit. Yeah, it's no nose bleeders. Yeah. It's just I, I saw I uh, what did I see in there? I saw uh, Metallica in there, and I honestly thought I was going to fall on them. I was so high up <laughs> looking down. Yeah, especially if you're um, I was all right because I wasn't right on the front row of the balcony. If you see what I mean? But yeah, it was all good. It was high enough that you had to look at the screens. You couldn't see the bands. Yeah, everything, everything just looks the same. You just got the little tiny people. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like you watch fly the screens. You usually gives you a good, fine chance. Then. Yeah, I've never seen Sabbath <laughs> live, so no. And I sounds like I never will. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bit of a blow, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I had my yeah. chances and I didn't take them, so I've only got myself to blame. Yeah. I guess. So yeah, it's good to have you on. By the way, thank you for joining us. Um, we'll That's get, quite we'll, all right. We'll talk to you in a little while. Um, Mike, how are you, sir? I'm good. Um, I also went to see Sabbath Sport in Manchester, um, so that was very good. Yeah, I saw that all over Instagram and Facebook. Oh, yeah, I was very excited that I arrived fairly late, about an hour before doors, and I expected a massive queue, and I ended up... I know where to go in the arena in Manchester, which yeah. door to go to nearest the stay. So I, I ended up second <laughs> from the uh, second from the barrier, and then I got on the barrier, um, stood next to people that paid a thousand quid for a ticket. Did um, you tell them that you hadn't paid a thousand for a ticket? Well, they, they had early entry. Some of them, some of them had had the meet and greet that they were angry with that they were allowed to take pictures of Sabbath, but not pictures with them. And they weren't allowed anything signed, um, so they're, they're all going to complain about that for paying a thousand quid for not a lot, really. But mm. I enjoyed myself by going down at the front. So happy well, days. It was a meet and greet rather than a meet and greet and sign and pose, wasn't it? So... It was like a, they, they're all saying it's more like a meet rather than a meet and a greet. So a lot of disappointed people. <laughs> but not you, you were on the barrier and you paid. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy happy days, yes. <laughs> Good to enough. see them for one last time, yes. Fair enough. Thanks for that, Mike. Um, well, it was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it now? Was it last week? Yeah, 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 yeah. Quite a while back. Fair enough. And Russ, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm not too bad. My last gig exploits were last weekend. I went to see In Flames with Disturbed and Avenged Sevenfold. So uh, two out of the three were good. Sevenfold, not so much. But um, Disturbed, very, very good, I have to say. I couldn't oh, imagine. Yeah. And saw them as well. Up in yep, um, I did. Cardiff. I thought cool. it was pretty good. Ah. Yeah. I thought Disturbed absolutely blew them off stage. So, um, yeah, fair yeah. play to... Uh, 
Fair play to the bald grinning demon. Yeah, he knows his stuff, doesn't he? He does, he does. <laughs> so that's pretty much what I've been up to. How about yourself, Matt? Uh, working, mostly. Uh, I was away with some friends last week, uh, catching up this week. I, I started Tuesday morning when I walked back into work with about 300 emails that I had to deal with. And I've got to the end of Friday and I still have those same 300 emails plus another 150 more. So I've made no progress this week. This has not been a good week for me work-wise to the, to the fact that I'm probably going to need to do some work tomorrow. Tonight, dedicated to the podcast. So once we finish recording, I'll enter the the, the editing studio, or as I like to call it, my desk, um, and, and make something out of this and then publish it tomorrow. But tomorrow, in the most part, will be devoted to working. So not a great place to be. And I got a bit of a cold. I woke up this morning with a sore throat. And I got a bit of a cough. So here we go. Boo. Boo. Yeah, boo, boo, boo. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to dwell too much on that. So, John, thank you again for joining us. Uh, we've been talking online for a while about you coming on the podcast. We met at the last day at the Southampton gig where you stood behind me and then kind of patted me on the back and went, hello. And I went, hello. And then we started, got started talking. So, um, yeah. as we do quite a lot, we, we get <coughs> fellow Lacuna Core fans on the podcast, have a bit of a chat, have a bit of a ramble, you know, see see what you're all about and see how you got into the band. So, I guess we might as well start asking you some intimate questions. Um, and we'll hey. start there, well, or, or maybe not. <laughs> um, so, so, the first one is, how did you get into Lacuna Coil? Um, honestly... I saw a picture of Christine and thought, oh, she looks quite nice. <laughs> and I remembered the name yeah. and originally picked up the EP and I liked it. And I picked up Coma Lies and I loved that. And I carried on from there. And I've had all the um, new albums when they come out since Karma Code. Oh, okay. So you first got into them with the, was it with the EPs, did you say? Uh, the original EP, yeah. Wow. Okay. That is a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. Fair enough. And uh, what was your first show? The um, first one, uh, 2006, it was King's College London, wasn't it? Wasn't oh, it? Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. I remember King's College. Wow, was it that long ago? 11 years ago, we were at King's College. Yeah, um, sorry about that. Wow, it's 10 it... years since I saw Evan and Els. So... <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Went to the t shirt yesterday, <laughs> the weekend. Oh, bloody yeah, you're making me feel old. Yes, that was a strange show. Yeah, sorry about that. Show, wasn't it? I thought that was a strange show. I mean, it was a good show, but it was it was a strange venue. You know, upstairs in a student union with no barrier, all packed in. I mean, I enjoyed it. I remember it read a bit oh, really? quite clearly, but it was good. It was a strange one. Though. I can't really remember much of it, to be honest. <laughs> but, all I remember is I was stood right next to the speakers for the Poison Black set, which didn't help me hearing <laughs> and it started off as an acoustic set do you remember that it did I'm not sure if that was just for that tour or they've done a couple of others but it, there was that that tour they did a few um mike are you, are you at king's college did you go to uh, no I, I missed that that tour i only did sheffield and Oh, no, that was the... I can't remember. I, I definitely didn't do that one, though. I only did a few. Because mm. it was quite That's, high up. That was the it, only one... That was the only one I could get a ticket for. Yeah, the London one. Russ, were you there yeah. for that? I can't remember if you were there for that. No, I missed that one. The only show I actually saw on that tour was the Astoria in uh, October. Mm. Which 
in the London show I saw. I do remember that show quite well. That was the tour that Raz gave Christina the, uh, I think it was the Nightmare Before Christmas Christmas Tree. Because I remember kind of being wowed by it. Um, I remember we had to go, it was like an office building. It's a really strange place. And you had to go up to the student union, which was a few floors up. And then I remember us all going to the pub afterwards and, well, carnage. Um, but it was a good show, as I recall. So how many shows have you been to since? Um, seen them once in Plymouth, supporting Bullet. Was, that was where I met you for the first time, I think. Mm-hmm. I remember that show. It was a long time ago. I um, yeah, then there was um, one in Exeter. Uh, one in Bristol. That was a Halloween show, wasn't it? They had mm-hmm. that special T-shirt. And then last year, I did Bristol, London, and Southampton. Oh, wow. So it's growing on you then. Okay. Good job, mate. Well, done. <laughs> well I thought, it gets me out of the house, you know. <laughs> Stop to get bored. I would, I would say it keeps you out of trouble, but that's not necessarily the case when they come in, coming to rock gigs. And of course, as you say, you be, you saw Sabbath over the weekend and you come away with a bug. So I can't say it keeps you out of trouble. Yeah. Have you managed to well, meet the band at all? Uh, I did, but I choked up and say the flipping word. <laughs> oh, Mine went completely blank and just sort of didn't have a thing to say. Fair enough. They might. Just sort of smile and wave, <laughs> so, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> remember Christina doesn't know her own strength and they don't yank the arm off with a photo. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> when that was? Uh, last time we played Exeter. Whenever that was. Exeter? Halloween? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No, it, was, no, it wasn't Halloween. Halloween was Bristol, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. Halloween was it was Bristol. Yes, that was year before. Halloween was Bristol, yeah. Yeah. I don't think last time we played Exeter. Gosh, I remember they played the Lemon Grove in Exeter, but that that was was back in 2010. That was on the Shallow Life Tour. Russ has got a memory for these things. I can't remember where I was last week, to be honest, let alone where the clinical (laughs) were five years ago. So, do you have a favourite album or song that you kind of your go-to Kuna course music? Favourite song is Swamped. It has been for years. Always loved it. And, but album, no, it tends to vary. Mm-hmm. I've listened to one for ages. I mean, Mondelirium at the minute, but probably get, might get bored with that because I've played Comalize. So swing back and round and all over again. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. a bit like I'm a bit like I've you. I've got the EPO to then listen to that for a while. Oh, so. I was Unleash Memories and then In a Reverie a couple of weeks back. Um, this week has been very much a delirium week. Uh, but I, rec- I realise I haven't listened to Karma Code in a while, so I need to listen to that. And I think I might just go through the the back catalogue sort of thing. So there we go. Yeah. But you started out. You say Speaking next Christmas then. Yeah. <laughs> feels like it isn't it but it's nice to have a big selection and what i love about the music is that there's such diversity you can always find something which sort of fits in with your particular mood and i like that and i don't get that from a lot of bands yeah. probably one of the reasons why I've, I've been a fan for quite so long um what does what does being a lacuna core fan mean to you though that's that's the hard question for you um i've been thinking about that 
happiness. That's all. It, got good music, which is the most important thing if you're doing a band. Yep. And they're good people, all of them. Mm-hmm. Friendly. And the um, community as well. Yeah, strong community. Good people. Yeah. yeah, good music. I think those are three very fine qualities and and three very good reasons to be a be a Lakula Core fan, which is great. So thank you very thank you very much, sir. Um, what we're going to do this week is put a interview on the podcast that I perform with God as Janus Ordinus Day, another band from a land that Lakula uh, Core know very well. Uh, the, the last EP was was produced by uh, Marco from Lacuna Coil, and of course they also uh, supported the band during the Delirium tour in Europe late last year. So I sat down with the guys, and I'm trying to remember exactly where it was, what particular event. I think it was, I think it was Birmingham. Thinking about it, I'm just trying to remember the venue, but it might not have been. Let me track back and think it through. It was Birmingham. I'm remembering it clearly now. Uh, it was before the show. We all sat down together and we talked about how they came to be, uh, their music, um, what their hopes are for the future, etc. So here we go. Let's uh, let's listen to the guys and I hope you enjoy the interview. Today on the podcast, um, I'm joined by God. Is it God or how do yeah. we? Yeah, yeah God. God is an acronym. Uh, yeah. So, what does God stand for, guys? Yeah, it is for Janus Ordinus Day, which is our full name actually. Okay. And it's mean, it, it means the origin or the stirp of the divine order. It is a Latin name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. We got that out of the way. So good. Um, Perhaps you'd like to introduce yourselves individually, so we'll start yeah. with the I'm Nick, the singer and the guitar player. Okay. I'm Steven, the bass player. I'm Richard on drums. I'm Tommy, the guitar player. Well, welcome, all of you. Yeah. I don't normally do podcasts with so many people, so just feel free to jump in at any time when you've got oh, an answer to okay. any questions. Okay. So, let's start off with a simple one. How did you guys form up as a band? How did it start? Uh, we formed in uh, 2011. Uh, we came from the same city, Crema, in Italy, in the north of Italy, near Milan. And uh, so we are, of, of course, friends from uh, the when uh, when uh, yeah, we, since, are since young, we are young. We are young. Yeah, yeah right. We but played metal in different bands. Yeah. We knew each other before actually forming a band. Okay. Yes. We have the same passion. Yeah, we are all metal heads, <laughs> always love metal. And so when we came up with the idea of a band, we knew each other yeah. prior before. Crema is not a really big town, so it's really easy to meet the guys and not, always uh, know the other, the other people. Sure. Uh, yeah. And where did the name Genus Ordinus Day come from? How did you. How did you oh. That's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we. I think we just 
In the beginning, we, we decided to call us God, no problem. But we realized that God, uh, it's, you know, God. It's a real so, yeah. so Also for Google, God was bigger than us. We will so never be more famous than God. <laughs> Uh, look for my band, uh, it's God official. God, God, yeah, God. <laughs> We're down the list, so nobody, nobody can find us. So we decided to make G-O-D, mm -hmm. but it was sim too similar to God. So we decided to expand the name, and after we decided to give the band the name of the first album, because the first album was Genos Ordin's Day, the name of the album, the first version. Okay. Then we decided to change DOD in Genos Ordinary's Day, so the name of the album, when it was released officially, it was changed in the middle. Yeah, so because at, at the very first, the album was Genos Ordinary's Day, the middle, because yeah. it's part of trilogy, yeah. and uh, we started from the central part, yeah. and we decided to call the band as the greatest story that we, we want to talk yeah. about, okay. the main, yeah, our concept. Yeah, basically our concept. So why did you start in the middle? That sounds like a very George Lucas, Star Wars thing to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. We started in the middle, we uh, published, I don't know where. We didn't write it yet. George yeah, yeah, Lucas with Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've got a story behind yeah. all of yeah. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. We will publish the, the first part of the story next and the end. Okay. Also because the, the middle part is the more uh, uh, no. Pregnant. The yeah. more pregnant, oh, yeah. Pregnant. The, the most simple. Yeah. Okay. The more, yeah. It's more direct. Yeah. You can understand the whole story by the yeah. central part. Okay. So you formed a band. You're all into metal. What What have been your influences? You know, what, what are your favorite bands? We are. are what have you grown up with? Really different influences because uh, for me, I love epic metal, power metal. Um, for Tommy is the same, uh, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tommy likes uh, a lot of classic music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I prefer music kind like uh, progressive metal or metalcore, mm -hmm. more modern way, mm -hmm. and he is more into the whole style, fresh metal, old school stuff. Wow, so you're really diverse. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. we fight each other every <laughs> time. <laughs> we, we try to but it's always metal to <laughs> mixing this different sound. <laughs> Just one thing, just okay. one project. And if I was to, or if you were to describe your music as a style of metal, what would it be? What, what, you know, what is yeah, yes. symphonic death metal? Yeah, symphonic or death. epic death metal? I know. Yeah. Symphonic death metal. Symphonic, is yeah. 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 We have a lot of rhythm uh, part. Uh, uh, we have a lot of orchestra section. No, yeah, but. Yeah, mix it with orchestra yeah, yeah, parts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we have breakdowns. Basically, yeah. everything that comes from uh, modern metal. Yeah, like uh, Lamb of God, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like Lamb of God. God and also some metal, metal core stuff, very mm -hmm. groovy stuff, uh, mixed with the symphonic orchestra. Okay. I think, in my opinion, it's not, you know, it's not easy to, to find just a, a band like us, or maybe a sound. Mm -hmm. You can find some bands that in some ways are similar to us, for example, Lamb of God played death metal and uh, the singer Randy sings like Nick. Oh. Hello Randy, love you. <laughs> hey Randy. <laughs> Hi Randy. <laughs> but in Lamb of God there's no orchestra, or if you listen to Demo Burger you find a lot of orchestra, but we yeah. have more groovy parts, 
instead of uh, Swedish metal, black metal like them. Mm -hmm. And metalcore also gent. And metalcore also gent, but in gent and metalcore there is no orchestra, so it's quite difficult to find okay. out the bands very similar to us. Okay. So you've got, you, you mentioned the album that came out, so this yeah. is the second part. Yeah. Okay. And you've got an EP out this year? Is that yeah. 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 It, came, it came out in uh, May, basically, yeah. uh, only in digital. And the EP was produced by Marco, Marco mm -hmm. Cotizzolati from Lacuna Coil. Of course, yeah. And uh, it is a five-song EP, which is kind of a preview of the next album. Gotcha. We are doing, um, yeah. Are you working on the next album? Oh, oh we, we, we already we finished the, the, the next album. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we, we are waiting, we are looking for a deal for this new, new album. We are, are, are a record recording deal? To, to yeah, yeah we already it? have... A, uh, a record label. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, the album is finished. We got We recorded it. Yeah. Make some mastering is yeah. finished. Yeah. So also the, the graphics, you know. Um, we're just looking for a but then label. Uh, the label tour, deal. the tour came yeah. out, so we had to focus only on the tour and see also what happened happens we, during yeah, the tour. Exactly. We want to take uh, our time to make the right choice for this album. We 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 are um, worked uh, very good, we're very nice with the mighty music, but you know. It's time to next level. Uh, we are waiting. Uh, we are for the right shows, for the right way for this new album. Okay. But you're hoping that the album will be out at some stage in 2017 next yeah. year. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I don't really know when. Hopefully at the beginning. Of okay. 2017. But you've got yeah. it all laid out and it's ready to go. And yeah. 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 Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. So, how did how did you end up? How did you come about um, coming on tour with Lacuna Coil? Oh, oh well, yeah. it's fucking great. A really big experience for us. A, a really, we are really happy about about this tour for now. It's uh, you quite asked perfect. How we yeah, how did that it? how did that come about? Uh, well, actually, our, our collaboration with Lacuna Coil started when ah, we okay. first met Marco. Sure. Because well, we worked together. We became friends also, and then we we started to yeah. We met the other guys. We met the other now. guys from Lacuna Coil. We met Andy, which is. Who is one of the um, who, um, who works on the m management staff of Lacuna Coil yeah. into the band, and so we we asked him uh, a help basically mm -hmm. to promote yeah. us if if, if, he if he could help in something, and uh, we asked him to be on tour with them. Just uh, hey Andy, how about going on tour with you? Oh yeah, we can think about it. <laughs> yeah, we have to talk with the promoter, with the the, the agency, ma the manager, the ma American the management. And uh, after some months, uh, we when they were in America, I think, and we were at, in uh, in the recording studio yeah. to finish the album, and the mail arrived with, uh, from email. Andy. The, the email <laughs> arrived. <laughs> and he said, yeah, the yeah, there is the opportunity uh, about going on tour with us, and uh, we basically wait, get, we got wasted that night. So <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> And what's the experience been like touring in across Europe and yeah, UK? This is one of the most amazing things we've ever done because actually we already toured in Europe, but it was, it was a small tour yeah. and it was organized by ourselves pretty much. But uh, we are working with true professionists in this tour. We are yeah. learning uh, new stuff every day. And so it's also not, it's not only a big experience to put us in a, in a more wide scenario, but it is also a chance to learn something about our job 
and about music. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, final question from me. Yeah. What's the crowd reaction been like to uh, to your music over the course of your tour? Been good. No. Repeat. <laughs> what's, what's what's the crowds been like for you? Oh, no, the crowds. Yeah. yeah. Basically, we are having a very good response from yeah. the crowd. Yeah, it's and a surprise for us. It, it, yeah. It's a surprise, surprise because we were kind of worried about that because we were open for Lacuna Coil, which is a female fronted metal band, very melodic band, and uh, you know, doing uh, some heavy stuff before them on their uh, audience could be a little difficult to understand what we do. Sure. But, uh, you know, I don't know why are we act band. Yep. For now, nobody knows us. We are the first band, so it's not easy to play in front of some uh, crowd, uh, someone else crowd. Yeah. But yeah. for now, we are really happy because uh, we had a great response everywhere, every night. Brilliant. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's great. This is a big surprise. So, okay, um, I got one more question. I lied about it being a final question, so it's my final question. Okay. <laughs> If I want to get hold of your album and your EP, do I, where do I get it from? Is it digital download only? Can I buy it in the store? Oh, well, basically, iTunes? the middle, the first album, is available in every store because okay. we have a worldwide distribution physically. And um, you, you, can also, yeah, you can also download it from iTunes uh, and every digital store. Right. And uh, about the, the EP, you can find it only digital in every digital store. Like, the same yeah. iTunes, iTunes uh, Spotify, Spotify. Play, but we are also on Spotify. But so if you go on, on our website or our Facebook page, there is a direct link for every download and any info about it. Okay, we'll put all the links to your website and to the digital downloads in the show notes for the podcast. Yeah. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. I look forward to hearing the album, the new album in 2017. Yeah, and thank, I, thank you so much. I'm sure that you'll get a really good response tonight from the guys in Bourbon. So. Yeah. The first thank time you see us? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So I hope you're going to enjoy the show. I absolutely will. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you, you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks once again to the guys to, for joining me. Uh, I, I really enjoyed interviewing you guys. Hadn't met before, but the, the guys, as as uh, Russ and Michael T, are some of the friendliest people I've ever liked to come across. Uh, great musicians. I really enjoyed their set. Uh, picked up a copy of the album, um, and I, it's, it sits regularly spinning in my virtual CD player, which means I'm burning it to iTunes um, and playing in the car quite a lot. So thanks again, guys. Well, that brings us on to our review this week. As we continue to work our way through Lacuna Core's latest album, Delirium, we've come to 
Um, something that's slightly different, it's fair to say, from the majority of songs on the album, although the theme ties in very much to the rest of the album. So this is Downfall. I think it's my turn to start, guys. I think I've kind of offloaded the the opening of these to you guys for far too long. I'm pretty sure that, Mike, you've at least had two, and Russ, you've had one before. I've, I've saved, said my piece, so I suspect this means I need to go first. Unless one of you wants to jump in and take the reins. I'm not oh, here. You're good. All right, okay. So where to start with Downfall? Well, as I alluded to, for me, this is very much a... a departure in terms of musical style from the songs we've had so far on the album i think it's fair to say the delivery is pretty pretty hard hitting uh, all the way from the opening house of shame and of course the last time we we spoke about the songs it was blood tears dust which is still a pretty heavy song and then we come to this one which is quite different um has in some respects a much more gothic sound to it uh, given the, the, the tune of the guitars and the way the music is constructed. Um, feeling very, for me at least, I'll say very old school, but I don't, I don't mean that in a bad or even a good way, just in the style of music. Um, for in the most part, it's sung by Christina. There is a uh, bridge further along where Andy jumps in. Um, and then we have a, a guitar solo, which was arranged and performed by um, Miles Kennedy of Alter Bridge. So there's a lot of guest musicians um, on this particular album. This is kind of, for me, very much a standout guitar solo. But I'm jumping ahead because let's talk about the, the, the content of the song itself and my own feelings. So for me, this song, especially in the lyrics, is about the feelings of loss. It's And it's about the feelings of distance that grows between people where they're dealing with uh men, I mean, you, in this context i feel it's mentally illness, and it's that kind of sense of disconnection um where a loved one is, is losing touch with you um and, I, and i've been there and it's nothing worse than having someone that you love and you want to be able to help um basically just falling apart before you almost getting to the point where you don't even or they don't even remember your name and it, there, there's a feeling of total loss of control. Um, you get frustrations, you get anger, you get guilt because you feel like you need to do more. And I think that all of those emotions are refre- reflected brilliantly in the poetry of the lyrics of this song. Uh, to the point that I would say, in terms of connecting with the subject matter, that these are by far the strongest lyrics on um, on the album. Okay. And certainly up there, and at least in my mind, with the strongest lyrics in, t- in terms of context and in terms of feeling, in terms of emotion, that Lacuna Coil have ever written. It's a very, very personal song. And I'm not afraid to say that when I first listened to this song, I mean really listened to it, which, to be fair, was pretty much straight away. It, I cried. It brought tears to my eyes. I have been through this with, with loved ones. I know what it's like. And I immediately connected with the messages that I was hearing through this music. Um, and it's still, I still find it, I won't say difficult, I find it cathartic. I certainly find it absolutely beautiful and enjoyable to to listen to. But not in a kind of a happy-go-lucky enjoyable. It doesn't make me bounce around with, with joy. It makes me appreciate the emotional, emotional journey it's taken me on. In terms of favourite lyrics... For me, the verse which starts, a life goes on and I bury another day, hits it completely because 
when you're dealing with that situation, you do feel you're in some kind of emotional purgatory where you can't you can't move away from it. You can't move on. You're waiting for some kind of closure. And again, as you go through that verse, you've got as grief and rage and fear rise up at once, which is exactly what you feel. Exactly what you feel. Um, then you've got the keep holding my hand. I promise I won't shed a tear. Never let go. I don't know what else to do. Again, all of these things and the hours you, you can spend in a hospital sitting by a loved one wondering what's going to happen is, is just, I just connect with this. And I I would be surprised if there's anybody who hasn't had that kind of experience don't see that in this song. So for me, I, I, I almost can't see past the lyrics to see the music. I appreciate the lyrics, but I'm sorry, I, I appreciate the music. I think the music is great. But for me, I connect with the lyrics first and foremost, which I don't always do. I'm, I'm very much a music person rather than a lyrics person generally. But for this one, absolutely there. Some people have debated about whether or not we need the the Andrea Bridge in it. Um, I think it's good to have. I think it, that is needed. I think it gives another voice to the song because um, he comes back with the here we go again. I can't take it anymore. Another drink alone until my life gets numb. We used to be so close. Now we're so far apart. I wish I could let go, but you're forever gone. Again, that feels like the other person talking back at the situation. And I think that's needed for us to help connecting with the song. Others will speak better on, on more about the uh, the music, the guitar solo, um, which I think is great. And I think it reflects very well um, when Dee Dee plays it live as well. But for me, I think this is a stellar song. Love it to bits. Um, and I'll be keen to see what the other guys think. So, Russ, what do you think of this song? Boom. Um, I think you've covered it expertly there, to be honest. Um, ca carrying on with the theme, I agree totally. I think it's by far and away the strongest song on the record lyrically. Um, I agree with everything that you said. I think it's my favourite song lyrically of anything that they've done since Comalize, of the latter day sort of um, output. And I think the the story and the message of the song and the emotion it conveys is is by far and away the strongest part. Um, I'd say this has probably also got my favourite guitar solo on the record, as you mentioned, which is played by Miles from from Alter Bridge, um, and Diddy replicates it in, in his own style live. It's true to the original, but it's got his own flair on it, which I think is great. Musically, I think this is a very downbeat song, as you mentioned. It's very different to the the rest of delirium and the opening of the record which i think suits the lyrics and the theme of the song as well um and it's very simplistic but it's simplistic to the point of it just completely conveys emotion this song and i think that really comes through when they play it live especially with the lighting and the way it's performed in sort of the, the theatrical way in which the band present it in terms of the stage setup um so that's that's my thoughts on 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 downfall like yourself it's a very very strong song lyrically okay thank you russ mike what do you think of the song yeah i agree with both of you the same it's um very hard hitting from start to finish like even the opening verse let the light get into the room so i can see your face that kind of almost that opening verse is reminds me of something almost like maybe somebody's just tried to kill themselves and they're in hospital waiting for someone to come and see them kind of scenario. Um, but if it's not that, it's the, it's the struggles with other things, um, as you've already mentioned. Um, the the music, to me, does come secondary um, for the whole thing because you are more focused on the, the lyrical um, 
aspect of the song and the performance throughout. Um, I've highlighted that, uh, um, that you've mentioned Life Goes On and I Bury Another Day. That is my favourite part by Christina. And I just think it's the tone in which she sings it as well. Um, there's something very melodic about the song, even though there's the emotive subject behind it. And I think that with the um, interjection with Andy works really well. Um, if you didn't have him, that would make it almost like another wide awake version two kind of scenario. So I think that has to be thrown in there to add more weight to the song. And it works really well for me. Okay. Thanks, Mike. John, what are your thoughts on uh, Downfall? Well, I was thinking it's, um, follows on quite nicely from Delirium, the song. Um, it's, because they both have, um, they're trying to articulate the, what's going on inside someone's head. But then, <clears throat> not able to get there. Not able to articulate the words. Until you get here. That's a very good point, actually. That's a very good point. What do you think of the, the music? I mean, does that take second range to the lyrics because they are so strong in this song? Um, well, I like it because the um, music's so sparse, really, isn't it? Because there's a lot of bass and the sp- strings. But apart from that and Miles' so- solo, there's not much to it, is there? Mm. Mm. Do you think that the, the lyrics are as strong as as the others have said and, and I've said, you know, they do, how, how, they, they do paint a picture. Do they, do they stand out well against the other lyrics in the rest of the album? Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. Okay, okay guys, in terms of numbers, I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10 song. This to me is probably my, probably my overall favourite song of the album. I think there's nothing I would change to it. I think the emotional content is so strong that it is almost um, almost extreme in terms of the emotions it conveys. Uh, and I love it so much. It's very, very hard for me to, to stop listening to this song. So it's, it's nothing but a 10 out of 10 song for me. Um, what about you, Mike? Um, what do you think of the song? Uh, definitely. I think everything combined um, throughout gives, gives it the, the, everything that it needs. And it's a 10 for me as well. Fair enough. What about you, Russ? Me, as I say, lyrically brilliant, musically quite simplistic, uh, very, very strong song. This is a nine for me. Okay. And what about you, John? What's your final thoughts or final number for Downfall? Yeah, it's um, simple, but it gets its point across very well. Uh, So I'll give it a nine, solid nine. Solid nine out of ten. So we've got two nines and two tens out of ten. Well, I think that, that puts it very, very high up in the rankings, as it deserves, but maybe I'm a little biased. So there we go. Uh, Downfall, a beautiful song, simple music, simple melody, great guitar solo, and uh, sublime, powerful emotional lyrics. brings us to a close this week's on this week on the empty spiral podcast it's been a couple of weeks since we've got together it has to be said 
Um, we still got quite a few songs to go on the Delirium. We've got quite a few interviews from the tour. Um, so you'll be hearing those in the, over the next few weeks. Um, lots and lots of t- interviews that we've never done before. So you'll be getting to see some of the, or hear some of um, some of the technical stuff that goes on um, behind the shows. It's not just about the musicians, you know. There's much more um, stuff that happens to make these shows happen. And you and you are going to find out all about all the intimate details and make that makes that work as you, if you keep listening to the podcast over the next few weeks. Um, but until then, I'm I'm going to go and lie down because people keep telling me I need to, and I'm feeling pretty rough. Uh, I will get this sorted out, and we'll get it online tomorrow for you all to hear. Um, but until I speak to you next, I advise you to keep listening to more Lacuna Coil. So until next time, sound guys, advice, sound advice indeed. Um, so <laughs> John, thank you for joining us. Mike, thank you. Russ, as always, thank you for joining joining us. Oh, well, thank you for no joining worries. me, I guess, on the podcast. It's always great to, <laughs> to have a chat. Um, and uh, let's hope we get a chance to do another episode too. Thanks, everybody. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs>